0: Welcome to the Big Three Podcast, a weekly podcast from Guyme Baptist Church, where we sit down and unpack three big questions raised from our Sunday sermon, because we believe that one of the spaces where faith can grow is in those small conversations about the big topics. Well hello and welcome everyone to another episode of The Big Three. My name's Matt Willis and I'm not here with Jessica Baker. She has officially left the building. If you've been listening along to our last few episodes she thought she was going to be on holidays. She wasn't. She now officially is enjoying her best life down the south coast. So instead I've got Mark Rayner joining me.
1: Uh, Well I always join you but yeah (laughs) Yeah, I'm joining earlier. You're joining (laughs) earlier
0: and I didn't mean that to seem like you were like second best. Well
1: no I think we We all know that that's probably <laughs> true right i guess we'll just like deal with this I'm, i noticed that i wasn't your dear friend <laughs> yeah oh gosh oh wow i feel seen um <laughs>
0: how are you mark how are you going yeah
1: i'm doing all right doing all right you i mean it? the year's like well and truly started so i'm you know
0: which is wild because it is only like february halfway through yeah february.
1: well it feels weird at one level you're like well we're like you know six weeks into the new year. So yes, it should be up and running, but because January is still so quiet and like, such a write off. Yeah. 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 Uh, in lots of ways, but yeah, no, I'm, so I'm feeling, uh, you know, the, kind of the moderate overwhelm of, uh, you know, Oh look, I've got a million things to do before I can do the million things I need to but do. But
0: I still feel a little bit of that refreshment that I got from <laughs> I taking got some time little, off. Still got a little bit of energy. That, that hasn't right. quite been yeah. beaten out yeah, of yeah, me. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> And some of my, you know, and I wouldn't say new year's resolutions, but some of my resolutions about how I was going to approach this year's work they still life, seem attainable they still seem attainable you haven't just flat out no uh, wow. discarded them so i'm you know, I am pretty low expectations. <laughs> like, I'm not, it's not my first time around the block. <laughs> but uh, uh, even those low expectations still seem to be kind of met in terms of my work balance, which is good. How are well, you doing?
0: Congratulations. Yeah. Well, see, I don't, I like for that reason, I just don't set goals. <laughs> gotcha. I, I got tired of disappointing myself. <laughs> it's just going with it. Um, I just take each day as it comes. Yeah, and, if it. I, and if I come out on top at the end of the day, like that's a win. That's it. That's it. Well, Mark, um, we had Rox Lawler, our other associate pastor. She brought us the word on Sunday, finding the one, um, continuing in our series, looking at these intentional practices that we Mm -hmm. can be doing each day about how we live our faith in the everyday, in the mundane. and so we've got, we've got three big questions that we want to ask. We want to keep that conversation going, keep learning from Rox's message on Sunday. To anyone who missed it, you can hear that through our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. But for now, Mark, why don't you walk us through the big three? All right.
1: Jeez. Didn't realize all the pressure that Jess was under. To, well, yeah, to read. At least it's, <laughs> at least it's not your handwriting. <laughs> it's true. I print it out. At least it's not my handwriting. I should probably <laughs> yeah, say yeah. Yeah. All right. Here are the, here are the three. Uh, how do we prepare ourselves to find the one we already know as well as the unexpected one we've yet to meet?
0: Because I guess the, like – and I had this thought on Sunday. I was like, okay, so so Rox's message, there, there were three key points. Um, find the one at home. Mm-hmm. Um, that sometimes the the door is closed. Mm-hmm. Um and be ready for the unexpected. And yep. when I thought about the whole home and unexpected, I'm like, well that's everyone, isn't it? Then mm-hmm. like there's <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, everything yeah. in between. So it can be yeah. quite, I guess, overwhelming to consider.
1: Mm. Mm. And I think the intention, you know, we're not we're not into the question No, wait, yet. wait,
0: wait no. Keep keep reading the questions. Uh, Let's no, no geez. Mark, I've gotta wow. I've gotta Rain you in? Don't yeah. answer the question I'm yet. Gr- I
1: have a lot more respect for Jess. <laughs> <laughs> question two: uh, How do we balance the need to care for ourselves and be available for others? Nice. That like kind of the a, a, a fairly standard kind of question in this this space about yep. you know recognizing that yeah there is some self care that's mm. that's important. Yeah, yep. yeah. All right. And the third one is uh, finding the the one a choice or a call.
0: Yeah. Mm. So I guess. Is the one determined for us, or do we choose who the one is? Is that I wonder if that's the well. I mean, that's my take on the the question.
1: Well, the way I took it.
0: Oh, here we go. The way I took it was whether or not. Just can't agree with me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was whether we have a choice in the matter, or whether we are called as followers of Jesus to be on the lookout for them.
0: Okay. Well, I'll allow you to answer both. All right. Both perspectives. It's kind of, the of becomes question. the big four almost. Gosh, I never knew that, like, like it's dangerous asking you to read out the big three because you just launch in, don't you? <laughs> I do.
1: I <laughs> you do. can't help yourself. Jess, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> we need, we, Probably we enjoying need a carded. good, well, I was just going to say enjoying a good book on the beach, but she has a, like a small child yeah toddler no she's not reading so she's, she's not, not
0: reading, reading. no not at all she's <laughs> trying to stop her child from eating sand a hundred percent and that's that's a that, like that's a valuable a valuable goal it hopefully is. one that she could achieve yeah in that's, right, that's right that's right <laughs> all right let's get into the big three All right, Mark. Now, now, now you now. can answer
1: this question. It's all about timing. It, it
0: is, mate. It is. How do we prepare ourselves to find the one we already know as well as the unexpected one we've yet to meet?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I to some degree, you know, like um, here's a little bit of uh, homiletical theory. Ah, uh, <laughs> do you know what? I woke up this morning thinking I need
0: homiletical theory in my life right now. <laughs> So rocks had three points, <laughs>
1: Yes, right? Homiletics is the study of preaching, for those of you who are kind of going, what sort of a theory? <laughs> yeah. And why does nobody care? Ah, oh, that's why. Um, uh, so rocks had like three points, Yeah, and there's kind of two different ways to think about those three points, mm-hmm. right? The one is that they're all related to one key idea, mm-hmm. or that they're all kind of separate points. So in other words, you could have them where like point 1 leads to point 2 which leads to point 3. Which is,
0: is, are we talking deductive and inductive? No, sermons? not so much. No. It's more about the
1: it's nice try that. That
0: tries to contribute to homiletic theory get shut down. I'll just will just sit over
1: here quietly now. Oh, that's great. Oh okay. Um, it it might be about sure. that but <laughs> it's don't, more about the connection. Connect it's more about the, the connection of the of Very the points. Mm. So I think that mm. <laughs> if you listen to it in one sense, you could say that we have to then look for the one at home, and look for the closed door, and look for the unexpected one. Right. But but I th- and I think that you know to some degree, you know, rocks when she went through the passage in Acts sixteen, mm-hmm. kind of looked at kind of three distinct parts of the story. So I think we you know you could end up I think feeling legitimately that we should be doing all of them. Mm. But I actually reckon that you know you I think you mentioned you know, that whole we don't want to be overwhelmed by this and and part of
0: well yeah because if if it is both yeah. then it's
1: everyone yeah 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 when rocks and I were talking about the message kind of in the lead up to mm-hmm. the series and kind of chatting it through a little bit the the whole focus f- you know for um you know for rocks about the one at home as far as I'm concerned is that sometimes we overlook what's right in front of us yeah And sort of assume that, you know, we're called to, you know, share our faith with those around us and we end Mm. up feeling guilty because we don't. And one of the reasons we don't do it is we're so busy at home. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, maybe, Mm. maybe that's because there's an opportunity, Mm. um, you know, to, you know, like you think about, you know, you guys with young kids, Mm -hmm. your kids have not yet made a confession of faith. No you know uh you would like them to yes <laughs> so you know for you and sam you know part of what it means to be a parent is to yeah shall yeah. i say be evangelizing mm. your children you know mm. now yeah, it's not about manipulation all those sorts of things but mm. establishing those good practices of being at church as a family and yeah. about you know th- talking about faith and you know those sorts of things mm. and so there's an intentionality then about just realizing that your mission field might very well be in your living room. Yeah. It's as simple as that. And and I think I just, I, like, I, I I find that really encouraging to parents, mm. you know, like, you're busy, you're tired. Well, you know what? You don't have to add another layer of expectation, Yeah, you know, and it's like, um, you know, so you have to be looking at home and you have to be looking in the neighborhood and you have to be looking at work and you have to be looking at, you know, mm. just... Mm calm down a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) And who's in front of you? Uh, And I think that that's ultimately what, you know, I think what Rox was getting at in that first point of, you know, who's right in front of you? You know, people who, you know, and if you work with people who aren't believers, for instance, that kind of becomes a, shall we say, an obvious place, but just, you know, don't, don't overthink the room, Mm. right? You know, like Mm. the people right in front of you, they're the people that God's you with. So, yeah. you know, go from there. I think that the, the point that rocks made about the unexpected, mm. um, which I, I, mean, I quite liked in the, in the context of the passage, right? The whole, um, the vision. So the passages where Paul and his companions go to Europe, they go to Macedonia because of the vision of the man from Macedonia. Uh, and then they meet Lydia. Mm. Uh, and you know, I never, I'd never really thought about the fact that they might've been looking for the man, mm. right? Like mm. if you know, if they'd seen the man, I, I wonder if it was if they thought it was a real person, person who they would eventually meet, and then they don't meet well, any Him. man, yeah, yeah. They yeah. meet Lydia, and so there is an unexpected component to it. Mm. And I think that that's you know that that um, spirit of being ready, mm. you know, I think is the heart of it. Mm. Um, you know, so I think we we just need to kind of open our eyes to the people who are in our immediate circle. Yeah. And, you know, to, to, you know, what you talked about the week before about, you know, be the Christian mm. in their life. Mm. Um, and maybe we need to be the Christian in a Christian's life, too, yeah. you know, yeah. to encourage and support. And so, like, don't don't overthink the room in that sense. And then I think the unexpected component is just about being ready. Yeah. You know, um, I remember the... um. You know, she talked about that radio program and the...
0: Yeah, Secret Citizen. Secret Citizen. Or- like,
1: yeah, that wasn't what it was called. No, not But it wasn't. for the life of me, I can't find it. Like, I I was looking for it um, on Google, trying to figure out whether oh, or not... Google let us down. Oh, well, I just... I must not have the right <laughs> phrasing or the right word to kind yeah. of spark the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, like, I remember that. And that you, just that whole sense of knowing... That, you know, if you listen to the radio and you find out that the place that you're going is where the secret citizen is, like just that whole kind of, oh, that's kind of interesting. Mm, And mm. even if you were never going to ask anybody, hey, are you the secret citizen? The idea of just kind of walking around and going, I wonder if they're here and I wonder if I've seen them. Like if we had that level of expectation or anticipation or readiness. Yeah wherever we went to just be alert yeah, just to be alert Mm. because if god's at work in our lives all the time he's probably Mm. at work in other people's lives and Mm. there might be an opportunity where he invites us to participate and you know so that whole kind of unexpected um out of the blue not prepared somewhat spontaneous yeah the opportunity arises you take it i think we just need to be prepared for Mm. that um you know i think you know in the text it, it it's a i mean i wouldn't say it's more complicated but you know lydia becomes a christian and then opens her home and becomes kind of the church in Philippi, right? Yeah, you and know. kind of bankrolls <clears throat> it as yeah, well. Yeah, totally, <laughs> totally, totally. Which um, I love. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, like the early church was dependent on house churches and most mm. tr- most homes, of course, were very small. Mm. Um, I remember visiting Pompeii, the ruins of Pompeii. Oh, gosh, yeah. And walking through the streets and, you know, so that's like, they've kind of rebuilt or uncovered the city to almost kind of half the height, shall we say. So you can actually kind of, It's like you can see the size of the buildings. Mm. Most of them are really small. Yeah, like the whole house is really small. Mm -hmm. The shops were really small. Mm. Um, We went through one house that was kind of big, and you could fit twenty or thirty people in the biggest room. Like, so it's not like you had these massive places where you Mm -hmm. could have hundreds of people in any area. So yeah, no, it's a. So I think that kind of um, Lydia's impact or her role then I think becomes a little bit. It doesn't seem so spontaneous to us, right? yeah. You know, yeah, but, yeah. But I think that whole going down the river, looking and oh, sharing someone comes to faith. Yeah. Um, and it might not be that dramatic for us. It might just be mm-hmm. an act of service, a smile, mm-hmm. helping hand. Um. You know, the opportunity to listen, whatever the case might be. Just being alert. So, you know, I would. I would just. I guess I would encourage you. Know, anyone who heard what Rox was saying, or anyone who kind of uh, feels the pressure of having to share my faith, Mm. like, again, don't overthink the room. Like, you know, um, uh, look for the people in front of you, be ready Mm. for the opportunities that might arise on any given day, but you know, just, just be, you know, just be in that moment and, um, and and try to be as faithful as you can in the circumstances you find yourself in. nice. Yeah. So the intention, I don't think from Rox's perspective was to Overwhelm to multiply the yeah, you must do all three of these. Mm. I think it was more about, um, you know, just considering where the opportunity yeah, might yeah, lie, where the opportunities are right. And sometimes they're, you know, as in your friend's circle or your family, yeah, they might be closer than you think, yeah, you know, so okay,
0: good, yeah, right on. All right, well, let's get on to question two. All right, so, Mark, I mean. We have this question about, I guess, the, 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 how do we balance the need for self-care as well as being available to others? And I guess that comes from, you know, we live in a very fast pace, very full, very like, if you're going to get it done, you need to get it done now kind mm-hmm. of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be, you know, we were talking about in question one, how overwhelming it might yep. feel. Um, and I think this question kind of picks up on the same mm-hmm. theme of, all right, like, my life is full. My life is busy. I like, I need care, but I also want to live out the application of this message, which is be Mm. there for others. How do Mm. how do how would you say we balance that?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm actually going to talk a little bit about that this coming Sunday. Oh, I love a free plug. A free plug. Yeah. Um, We have them all the time here on the big Mm. three. That's right. That's right. (laughs) And I, you know, I think part of our problem is that we search for balance instead of wisdom. Okay. Yeah. So we try to fit everything in, by balancing everything, mm. right? So yep. try, you know, as long as everything's in balance, we're good. Instead of following the path of wisdom and just not doing as much, <laughs> yeah, well, right? Like pruning a little bit, yeah, and- like and just learning to say no to some things. And I think that you know, this whole series, in in lots of regards, is about that intentionality. Mm. You know, one of the values that you know, we've set upon as a community of faith is to be on purpose, yeah. which we've defined as creating margin so that we can participate in the work of God. Mm. So if we believe that God is um, always at work restoring and renewing the world in Christ and invites us to participate with him, if we don't have any margin in our lives, then how are we going to participate? Yeah, You know, if God says, hey, I've got an opportunity for you to be a part of my renewing work. And we're like, oh, i love to, we're just really super busy. Yeah. That's not, what we want. Yeah. Um, so we have to learn to be more on purpose. And, and I think to some degree, my answer is, is less about principles of self care mm. than it would be about just create some margin in your life mm. because margin in your life is both good for you and good for others. Mm. Right. Um, because margin is a, uh, how would I say it? when we talk about creating margin, we're talking about creating a permanent state Mm. of having margin rather than saying no to one thing. So I can say yes to something else and therefore filling up my life again, Mm. right? That's Mm. not what we're after to, to create margin to be on purpose is to say, I'm going to purposely make sure that there is space. Yeah. Emotional space, um, literal space, right? Psychological space, um, so that I am available. Mm. Th- that will contribute to our self-care in and of itself, right? Yeah. Just having a little bit more room for reflection um, in those times when the margin doesn't get chewed up. It just mm. allows us to take a little bit longer with certain things that we do. Or, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, we can be a little bit more present with our family or with our friends or in our workspaces or with God or whatever the case might be. And, and, and I think that... Act in and of itself really unlocks for us. I think the, the the space yeah for us to 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 do a better job of mm. making sure that we are cared for and others are cared for. Like you know, I'm sure you're the same. But like when I'm tired, I don't I don't have a lot of margin for anything yeah or anyone. So even if I have the time, if I'm tired and have no emotional space, like. Mm.
0: Uh, it's interesting that actually came up in our life group this week. We're doing a series on Sabbath yep. and we just started our first yep. our first week and it was all about the need. Like they talked mm. a lot about the need for Sabbath as a spiritual practice and he's, their point was it's, it's woven into the created order. Like yep. it, it's a part of who we are and yep. God understands that that need for stopping, for pausing, for, you know, creating margin mm-hmm. and not, feeling everything so much actually like equips us more and and, and they made a similar point that whole idea of when we're tired when we're not the best version of ourselves we're you know we're more irritable we're we're less likely to listen we're Mm. more likely to be reactive like all these kinds of things and it's like yeah no like I absolutely see that in myself. If I've had yeah. a dodgy night's sleep, like I'm yeah. not the best parent the yeah. next day. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, and if my kids have had a dodgy night's sleep, they're not the best
1: version of them to themselves either. And <laughs> Which if, doesn't help if you haven't had a good sleep either <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. No, no. It's no. just a
0: hot mess, can <laughs> Yeah, you
1: know, and, and I think exactly to that point, you know, just having a little bit of margin in mm. our lives. And, you know, there are some cultural reasons that make that really hard, right? Yeah. You know, um, you know the standard line. How you going? Oh, busy. Yeah, like it's kind of culturally, it's a bit of a cultural faux pas. How you doing? Oh, yeah, hardly have anything on. Well, I find that people lean into that. They're like, really? (laughs) Like,
0: oh my gosh. Like, how did you crack the matrix kind of thing? Like, it's almost- Yeah, but it's it's not enough.
1: It is a little bit, but no one's interested really in pursuing that with them.
0: No, they idolize it, but don't necessarily (laughs) want it. No, you're absolutely right. Like, there's a yearning that- We'll never be like followed up yeah. kind of thing. We talk
1: about it. We're like, mm. "Oh, it'd be nice to have less on," but in reality, given the choice, we fill up our lives. Oh, my days! You know what I am saying? So there is <laughs> some cultural pressures around that. Yeah, uh, that make that make the creation of margin and about being on purpose. I think difficult yeah for sure so it's not a matter of just kind of going oh yeah i'll just find some margin in my life Mm. um it is there's some deliberate i think some disciplines and practices that Mm. we need to probably develop and Mm. talk about more significantly whether it be things like sabbath or slowing or Mm. unplugging or whatever it is where we're just create some margin create some space yeah
0: again someone in our life group on um it's just like it's I'm free plugging everything here. But she, um, someone in our life group, Jess, was talking about, she was like, you know, our Instagram feeds. And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and kind of be like, oh, social media, it's it's the worst thing ever. Like, it's fine. But she was like, it, it's a feed. It never ends. Like, you never get to the yeah. bottom of it. So your feed is perpetuating this idea yeah. that life should never stop. Yep. Yeah. And and kind of creates this subconscious pressure to then keep up with what everyone else is mm, doing. Yeah. And she just kind of threw that out as like just this casual comment. And everyone in the room was just like, I've never thought of it mm, as that yeah. way. That this is just one example of these subliminal messages that we receive that you cannot stop. You should mm, not stop. You should yeah. always be looking for the next thing.
1: I'm just reading... Um, something that's re- we're currently talking about consumerism and how it does the same thing. Mm. It sets the pace. Yeah. Uh, and the whole point is that in consumerism, choice is king, but the only choice not on the cards is the choice to opt out.
0: Yeah, wow.
1: like you just you have to you just have to. and that yep. the paradigm of shopping mm. is kind of the paradigm for every aspect of our lives. Mm. always seeking to improve, right And that means that every every item, Everything in our world has a use-by date, but most of them are out of date long before they're used-by date because there's always the allure of the next new thing. Yeah. New and improved. Everything's new and improved, not just in terms of products that we buy, but even our desire to become more than we are. They're the the twin, what is it? What did he say? The twin lessons of... um, That our happiness is based on personal competence and the fact that we are not as competent as we could or should be, Mm. and that just drives us ever never ending pace. And 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 again, so I think you're right. Like it's there's something in our culture that says you just have to keep going, just keep running. The important part is to be in the race, Mm. and we never stop to ask where where are we going? Yeah, and what are we like? What's do I even want to go there? What's the point? And you know, and I think when you when you start then to talk about participation with, with God, Mm. you want to kind of make a little bit of room for that. And so I think, you know, I think the question is less about self care versus caring for others. You know, because I think for most of us, even if we were really tired or at the end of our rope, if someone that we loved and cared for needed our help, we would do the best we could to help them. Mm. Right. You know, and, and I, we know that there are situations that are more toxic Yeah, You know, where um, self-care and boundaries are a really important part of the ongoing relationship. But I think in terms of just helping someone,
0: Mm.
1: you know, particularly in the short term, and we might not be able to give much, but I think, you know, like we would. Yeah. You know, I, I think that in most circumstances, the question isn't about whether I need to care for myself or care for you. The question is kind of how much care can I give to you? Mm, mm. You know, and so I think, I think the, the issue then, you know, again, I think the bigger issue for me, because I think you know, you talk about self care and boundaries and that's where relationships get really tricky and there's a million different permutations mm. and there are circumstances that we know are not healthy, yeah, you know, versus those yeah. that are, you know, maybe not sustainable, but they're not unhealthy, and mm. you know all those sorts mm. of variances. Mm. And I, you know, I, I think that most people kind of have a bit of a feel for that. Um, but I, I do wonder sometimes if we, if we kind of, <laughs> if if we're missing kind of an obvious solution of sorts, mm. which is just create some margin. Yeah, <laughs>
0: you know, be but a little to, bit more on purpose. To also <laughs> you know. acknowledge the fact that that will feel.
1: <gasps> oh difficult
0: oh yeah like it will feel unnatural to us because we've been so indoctrinated into this mentality of just go 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 and so like i I think it's important that we acknowledge hey this is important Mm -hmm. um this is this is probably the step that all of us need to take yeah it's gonna feel weird yeah it's gonna it's it's gonna you're gonna feel maybe out of pocket a little bit when you do it but having said that yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, like, as we're talking, you know, it occurs to me that we want to do this as a community of faith, and yet, you know, I opened by saying how I'm feeling already that there's a million things to do. (laughs) You know, and and so I just kind of realized the irony. So, Raider and I are taking the (laughs) afternoon off. Uh, (laughs) Well, you're (laughs) not.
0: (laughs) Uh, Too much. Oh, I know.
1: (laughs) But I might. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so I think you know there there is there is some real difficulty in even us doing this as a community of faith let mm-hmm. alone as individuals mm-hmm. and there's a lot of learning to in it and very much so you know the the value of being on purpose is <laughs> is aspirational yeah. you know yeah, yeah. but if we do believe that God invites us to participate mm-hmm. then you know, like I want to have some space to yeah. be able to do that mm. um uh, rather than squeezing it in or dropping something else, and sometimes that's what has to happen, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. the opportunity comes to serve or to help somebody. You just drop other things, and it turns out that they probably weren't that important anyways. Mm, because, you know, mm. all those sorts of decisions that we make. But I, yeah, I think that that for me seems to be a place to start.
0: Yeah, awesome. Right on. All right. Well, let's get into question three. <laughs> All right, Mark, last one. Mm-hmm. And when we read this question, we both read it very differently. We did. So we did. Um, I expect both answers. <laughs> um, is finding the one a choice or a call? All right. So now, How did you read this again? I read, read it mind. as
1: like, is it a choice for us to participate in or is it a calling on our lives as followers of Jesus?
0: And I read it as, can I just choose who I find or is who I find – Determined for me, gotcha. So, I, like, yes, I, yes. I, I mean, I'm, I'm tipping my toe in to
1: the predestination <laughs> <laughs> conversation. I'm aware of that. Your afternoon got a lot busier. I, I don't apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I would say that. Yeah
0: that you're right and I'm wrong
1: that's, that's what you want to say
0: no one can see him but trust me it's in his eyes
1: I'm just trying to figure out how to avoid another homiletical theory debacle
0: <laughs> no. yeah let's talk about predestination
1: and free will let's talk about that yeah that's right um, <laughs> I think in terms of how I read the question mm-hmm. I would say that it's a calling yeah right Um. You know, we can't really opt out of participating with what God is doing. Mm. And I think that there's lots of ways that we participate in the restoration and renewal of the world. So, you know, in January in our um, our January series, we talked a bit about creation care. Yeah, and There's an element where our care for the creation is mm-hmm. participating with God's restoration and renewal. Yeah, It's not interacting with other people necessarily, but as we recycle or whatever it is that we do, it's like, okay, mm. there's something about that where we participate in God's plan. And I think that calling sits upon us. Not just in terms of creation care, but then also in terms of restoring relationships where we can and, you know, being the Christian to, you know, hopefully introduce people back to yeah. a relationship with their creator and, and all those sorts of things. So I think that there's a calling on us. I think to take the question how you framed it up, um, I think that I think ultimately if it if it's a call, that overcomplicates it for us. If that makes sense,
0: if the person is determined, like, well, I need to find
1: yes, and Barry. That's that's the pressure. I think we just don't need I'm coming for you, better. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I think whenever we we overlay yeah the the call to find the one mm. with uh you have to find the one yeah, I think we just put undue pressure on ourselves, mm. and I think what I would.
0: I guess that's also restrictive of God as well, though, isn't it? Because it, it, it's kind of saying that if I don't find the one, that one,
1: yeah, 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 then you kind of go down the tangled. well. You like,
0: I mean, you're talking to an overthinker, someone who goes <laughs> yeah, into no, a,
1: well, an emotional go. and mental
0: spiral on a daily basis. <laughs> well, so.
1: that, well, that might be what we're encountering here. <laughs> um, again, I like—I've used the phrase "don't overthink the room." Yeah. Came from a sports analyst. Um, Colin Coward, I think is his name. Oh yeah, no, yeah. And of course. Uh, American fellow. But anyway, and he just talks about don't overthink the room. And the first time I heard him said, I was like, Oh, I love that yeah. phrase. Yeah. Just don't overthink the room. Like yeah. it's just, you know. And I and I think to some degree I think we need to be faithful to take up the invitation where where God invites us mm, through his mm, spirit to participate. Mm. And and kind of leave the uh, what the focus of the invitation mm. and the response to the invitation to God, yep. right? Like, you know, I, I sometimes I've used this example. Um, you know, like <laughs> if you if you felt you know uh, you felt that God had placed someone in your heart, and uh, you thought I you know I think maybe I think maybe the spirit of God's prompted me to touch base them, and you you call them up, you arrange to have a cup of coffee, and you have a cup of coffee, and you have the conversation, mm. and and then you know you realize an angel comes and says, that wasn't the person that God wanted you to like. I don't know what you were thinking. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> like, is God going to be up in heaven going, Oh, far out. Yeah. What are you doing? Making time and space for that person mm. when I meant to be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't think that th- our attempt to be unfaithful, sorry, our attempt to be faithful mm. <laughs> will be deemed unfaithful because yeah. we haven't been the best listeners. If that makes sense. You know, if we were prompted to do something that is good and noble and, honorable and yep. you know, like just do it go for it mm. like i i think that's worth doing I remember um kind of getting caught up in this question of not, not so much predestination but that question of call and yep. you know how do i know what god's calling me to mm-hmm. and what if i get mm-hmm. it wrong and all those sorts of things and and uh, a kind of a, a wise mentor at the time said to me something that I, I'd, i've never forgotten god's ability to speak is infinitely greater than your ability to hear, mm. from which you derive. If God really wants you to do something, yeah, He'll make it really clear. Yeah, like if it is absolutely critical that you do something, yeah, God will make it clear. Mm. That, you know, and so we have to, you know, we have to be listening, mm. right? That's kind of the implication of it. Yeah, um, but. You know, listen, do as best or, or do what we feel God is leading us into, um, you know, if it's a really big thing, you know, when we're talking about big decisions or whatever, you know, you want to involve other wise counsel in that space, all the things that go into making big decisions. But in the case of, you know, should I, I feel a bit of a prompting to maybe ask this friend of mine if I can pray for that situation, yeah. even though they're not a person of faith, well, go for it. Mm. i like go for it. Mm. If it um, like, I don't think, you know, God's kind of, you know, face palming kind of going, Oh, gee, yep, you know, absolutely. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I think we need to be a little bit more and just assume, I think assume that God's probably doing more than we're aware of. Yeah. <laughs> a Bit of an understatement there, yeah, but yeah. you know, like, so just make the space, do what you feel God's calling you to, particularly in those sorts of things mm. and, and don't don't overthink the room yeah. you know it's um, you know the opportunity is there take the opportunity mm. uh, sometimes it'll it'll work out, sometimes it might not sometimes yeah. you don't know whether what you said or done has any impact mm. uh, and but I think we're, we, we should just focus on the kind of the, the choice mm. you know um, you know I think. You know, we uh, the, and the choice really is not so much about who we go looking for, who mm. we seek to be the Christian for. The choice, I think, ultimately is, um, not the target but the aim. Yeah. Right? In other words, our, our choice is: Am I going to participate with God? Yeah. We're not. Nice. Right, it's not really about I'm going to choose this person because I like them or mm. I'm going to choose this person because it's easier mm. or I'm going to choose this person because it's more difficult and I'd yeah. love to see them come. Love but a challenge. <laughs> but to some degree, that's not <laughs> no. that's not our choice. Our choice is really mm. am I going to have a posture of listening? Am I going to respond? Am I going to try to be as courageous as I can? Mm. That's our choice. Yeah. Follow the one, right? Mm. Be the Christian, find the one as opportunity arises. And I think if we make that choice, or kind of our primary choice, yep. of choosing to, to the best of our ability, participate when the invitation comes, that should probably be the end of our yep. concern mm. <laughs> in, in many ways. You and
0: know? I think that's where, like, that's what helps alleviate the tension of question. One mm-hmm. that whole okay. I want to be prepared. I want to be ready. I want like I want to I want to find the one at home. But I also want to be ready in case something unexpected, someone unexpected, comes into my mm, life. Yeah. But again, if it's all about yeah, what did you say? It's the it's the aim, not the target. Yeah. Something. Like, like, uh, no.
1: But the y- metaphorical use some work. No, no, but no yeah. I
0: like it because it's the whole idea of listen. It's not about me finishing this and and doing like you know, completing the, the goal because that's actually, that's beyond us, yeah. but it's about doing my best so that the, let's push the analogy yeah. the, the, the arrow is yeah. aiming at the target. Yeah. And so uh, like, and, and there's something freeing in that. There's mm. something like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be available. And when the opportunity presents itself, I'm going to help aim it towards the target. Yeah. But yeah. God yeah. will get the arrow to the target. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Have I pushed the analogy too far? I don't know. I'm talking
1: about I'm like, are we the bow or are the arrow? So oh, I gosh. think maybe we should stop yeah. there.
0: <laughs> Before it- gosh, can't do homiletics, can't do an illustration. Should this man be preaching at all? I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, no, no,
1: no, no, no. I think between the two of us, we're in a little bit We're getting of, there. We're in a metaphorical deep waters here. So I think we might want to quit while we'll, we're in. we we'll quit while
0: we're in. But no, that's a helpful- I think that's a helpful- um, that's a helpful response. It's a helpful mindset for us to kind of enter into.
1: Yeah. And I think it reminds us that you know, ultimately, you know, we're called to be faithful, mm. right? Yeah. Um, are we going to always get it right? No, yeah. no, not even close. Yeah. But, you know, as we seek to be faithful and listen to God and participate where we feel he's inviting us to, like, that's mm. what we're called to, you mm. know, um, the f- the fruit will come from, from his work. Yeah. Um, The change in other people's lives will come from his work. Mm. The fact that we get to play a small part in that, Mm. um, you know, sometimes a large part and you think about our kids or our family. Yeah. um, You know, that, that's, that's kind of a bonus. Yeah. Um, But I think if once we stop or once we, we begin to elevate the importance of our involvement, Mm. (laughs) I -hmm. think we end up getting into a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Um, in terms of expectations and kind of a sense of f- fear of not getting it right. And yeah. we, we, we we have to be faithful. Yeah. It's God's work. It's God's kingdom. He's mm. invited us to participate in his story. Mm. Right, you know, I sometimes I, – I, I dislike the, the – the idea that God is writing your personal story, yeah. But I love the idea that God is willing to write us into His, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, all we have to say is, I'd like to be part of that. And he's like, oh, I'll give you a speaking line. Yeah. we go. <laughs> Where do you see chapter what I'm gonna, two? Like, yeah? get ready. Yeah, yeah. Where do you see what I make you, you, know, get, mm. you get your character to do mm. in, this, in this grand scheme that mm. I'm writing this 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 you know epic novel? Mm. Um. And I think just that very subtle shift of language. Mm. You know, does God have a place for me in his story. Yeah, he does. Mm. Yeah, he yeah. does. Um which is just a little bit less individualistic than God's writing in my story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um but there's a, a significant enough overlap in that for us to 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 chew on, so. No, it's good. Yeah. Right on. Well, thanks so much, Mark. Yeah, thank Always you always a joy. Yeah, well there you go, <laughs> eh. And and Jess is back uh, in a couple of weeks. In a couple
0: of weeks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but we'll we'll, get, right. through. <laughs> we we'll get, get through. We will get
1: through. <laughs> so we'll catch you next week. All right.
0: If you want to be a part of the conversation, head to slido.com a live forum where you can submit your own if questions you want to be a part of the or upvote someone else head to slido.com then listen out if a live episode where you answer, can submit your own questions check our show or notes upvote someone someone the Slido code. then listen out today's episode, episode was in response, response to the sermon check preaching our show at notes, notes back the church Slido church during our sunday services today's this past episode weekend. was in response you can to the listen sermon to that again through through message again during our regular gbc sunday services this past week you can also you can listen to that message through our regular gbc service podcast where we hear the stories of also those listen to the we are the church podcast you can find both of we those hear podcasts the stories of choose from those Spotify. within our gbc thanks for joining us for this week's you big can find three, and our, and, no small, big three no and our deep dive into god's invitation for us all too small big three dive into god's invitation remember there's no thought too small no question too big